I think traditionally when people hire people, they try to find something that's similar to them. If I have been successful and I'm this way, then I should find somebody that that can emulate what I did and they'll also be successful. And I think it takes a while for you to figure out that if you have a whole bunch of the same people, it doesn't necessarily work well. So you think of a heist team, right? If you have eight safe crackers, are mm-hmm. you going to pull off a successful heist? Nope. Definitely nope. not. You need a driver. You need a guy on the computer saying, I'm in. You need the muscle. You need the planner. You need all of those components in order to have the the heist be successful. And so, you know, I am I try to be very self-aware of what I'm good at or not good at and, and my gaps and, and skill set and hire people that are good at those things, right? And, and that enjoy doing those things instead of trying to make everybody like me. Like, I want you to be like you. This episode of the All Things Parking Podcast with Danny and John is brought to you by PRRS, the leading provider parking data analytics. PRRS offers a fully customizable, automated 24-7 parking lot monitoring solution compatible with any facility and operation. Data collected by cameras placed on your property can be uploaded into an artificial intelligence-aided interface called parkingcompliance.ai. The interface assembles quantitative reports on parker behaviors, trends, and peak hours, which can be a tremendous help in creating data-driven financial plans or preparing for better ad hoc situations. You can access parkingcompliance.com on your smartphone and have live parking lot data at your fingertips anytime and anywhere. To find out more, visit parkingprrs.com. That's parkingprrs.com. PRRS, a new standard in compliance. Welcome to All Things Parking with Danny and John, and I'm John Conway. And I'm Danny Crane. If you want to know what is happening in the industry, meet the who's who, and learn about technology and innovations happening in parking and mobility, you're in the right place. There's tons of things happening in the parking and mobility space on this show. We will dive into controversies. We will dive into topics and introduce technologies the leaders and the ideas that are shaping the future of the mobility space. We love the parking industry and can't wait to bring you incredible conversations about all things parking. To check out our episodes, head to www.parkingtalk.com. Your parking talk starts here on all things parking. And before we get started, I just wanted to give a quick disclaimer. Everything you hear on the show is Danny and my opinion our opinions only. So I would encourage you to listen to the show, develop your own ideas and thoughts, and of course, listen at your own risk. And again, thank you for joining us. All Things Parking with Danny and John. Let's dive in. So you guys did a whole episode on on data and standards, and the industry loves, loves, loves to talk about data. But what are we getting right And what are we getting wrong about data and how to use it? Well, what I think we're getting right about it is we're actually collecting it. And what I think we're getting wrong about it is we're actually not using it. So we're starting to use it. What I would say is we're not collaborating with the data. Oh, yeah, you did mention that. And so that is a it's wrong. And it's that mentality is old school and it needs to go away tomorrow. Like uh, clearly it's it's a competitive advantage is why people don't want to share data. So how does somebody overcome the fear of giving information to somebody else that might 
use it against them in the future so or perceive that they a, might yeah, use it, it against per, them in it's, the future. It's a perception, Joe. Yeah. So they're, I mean, they're not giving away anything. I just so told her, we went from Molly Ringwald to this, so this is no, pretty good, pretty yeah. good transition. <laughs> you know what? It is a tr- yeah, a um, great transition. It's it's a good transition for me. I'm going to be blackballed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, John Conway's no longer anymore. allowed at NPA. No longer allowed at IPMI. No. Um, so it's a per- it's a perceived perception of insecurity of what I would say old school in our industry is, oh, if I give that up or if I share that, I'm giving something away. You're not giving anything away. Right. It's uh, it's ridiculous. And so, um, you know, we're, we're not doing, we're not up to speed where the rest of the world is at. And I said this before about sharing data, right? So, so me, I'll yeah. share you all the data I want, whether you can, what you do with that and whether you have the capability of doing so we're doing stuff with data that I know other people don't have the capability. So I'm not afraid of sharing raw data with you, Danny, because for, I know for you, a price. Because I know you can't <laughs> do what I do, right? You're going to take Makes the sense. data and do something different. I'm just using it as yeah. us three right now, yeah. right? So I'm sharing data with you guys. I'm sh- I'm taking the data and doing something that you guys can't do because I've focused on that part of it. You're doing something that I'm not interested in doing, but people are interested in it, obviously. And you're doing something completely different that I'm looking over going, I don't even have time to do that. So, but if you look at it holistically, right, somebody wants all of what we're doing. And so definitely that's how I could boil it down in this one little conversation that we're having is get rid of the mindset, man. Just because I'm sharing the data doesn't mean somebody's coming out. And if they do, good for them. You but know? like to counter that like as well. Compa- I like competition. Oh, yeah. I think it's great. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. No, ahead, I was going to say to counter that as well. Is there any reason why you wouldn't want to share data? Like what are the reasons behind your, this is your space, John. This is your world. Data is what you do. Is there any reason why you wouldn't want to share data? Is there any reason why people are not wanting to share specific data? No. I mean, the only reason why I wouldn't want to share data is, let me think, uh, no, I have no reasons. Okay. I'll share data all day, every day. And I think it's so important for our industry. I I think there's a question in our industry. There's some people that'll stamp their feet and say, you know, this is my data. Um, Well, maybe not. I developed the software to collect that data. And yeah, it's on your parking lot, but it's not your data. Can I don't mean to hijack your show, Joe, but can I ask one more question? Is there anything that you would do with, like, if you did, if someone didn't want to share data, they're going to be left behind. Well, specifically, just hypothetically, you didn't want to share data. What would you do with that data if you weren't sharing it? To what advantage do you have having it to yourself? Than sharing it out with others. That mindset is so closed-minded. I can't even, I don't even know how to answer that, to be honest with you. Do you think there's a difference between technology companies sharing data and operators sharing data? Because whether you like it or not, most technology companies, whether you sell online, have parks equipment, have enforcement, all have to work with each other, Mm -hmm. right? You have to integrate. I I know. So like that data is shared 
that might not be the same way with operators. So think I know, but yeah. think of think of the the operator mentality. Like, do you really think that you and I, if we sat here today, so Danny operates the parking lot across the street. Do you really honestly think that you and I couldn't figure out what Danny's making on that parking lot? Oh, of course. I mean, you guys oh, are, we do it in two but, seconds. But the question is, would, so what are you what would, are you worried would about? Danny give you what she's really making. And well, that's a different. I'm not, that, that, I'm not like suggesting the, sharing yeah. what her profit margin is. That's right. something different. I'm just talking about sharing raw data. And I think yeah. I, I think you bring up a good point. There's parking operators that think that. Well, I mean, I mean, if you if whoever's operating parking lots, if you think I couldn't go into your city and spend two days and. I know and exactly out what your secrets. You're, well, no, not figure out your secrets. If Joe and I were, rented a car and went to Miami tomorrow, we could pretty <laughs> <Miami>. much. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just pick Miami. Okay. I know. Uh, tomorrow, well, apparently tomorrow laughing. we're driving all night. <laughs> we're so. driving. That's right. We're going to this by what Joe and I did when we, when we <laughs> grew. You guys just <laughs> rented cars and drove to Miami. Joe, what did we do <laughs> when we were in Miami together? No, we haven't. But we probably. I'm open to it. That would be fun. We were winning so much. What is Who's the person? Person that says winning. Oh, I don't want to go there. But, yeah, let's, you know, let's, let's, you know, let's winning. We were winning so much; it was ridiculous. <laughs> like we got tired of winning, didn't we? Not no, really. No, no one gets tired of but winning. It was, no, hard, it was hard. No one gets tired of winning. But if you think for a minute that Joe and I couldn't go into Miami tomorrow, rent a car, land at the airport, come out five days later, and have performance on like five or six parking lots? Oh, I fully we'd believe be that. Within five percent, maybe two percent. You're nuts. Uh, Danny can do that too, and maybe that's a good yeah. road, road trip podcast episode. Yeah, I mean, you're nuts. Hey, the season trip to two, Miami. We're gonna take this you're on, on the road. road. Yeah. So I think some people think that Sprinter that's van. a secret. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, what is the secret? And I think is the secret sauce is your ability to have a profit margin, which I could boil, th I could bake through that too, with your ACRs and all that crap that they they do. I could I could burn through that pretty quickly. Conway, I think you missed the the punchline here. We're taking season two on the road. Oh, okay. Sprinter, Sprinter van. Nice. Seth in the back. Seth, you ready? Seth, you ready? He went on the road <laughs> to Chicago, by the he way. Did. Thank he you did. very much. Yeah. That was awesome. Right. You're going to be going on the road a lot because, you know, I'm I'm getting calls every day to take this show outside of parking. What do you think, Danny? Let's do it. You want to talk, like, you want to Joe Rogan You want to talk, you want to talk, you want to talk, you want to talk anything? I think, I think I can, I can dabble. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Question. We're rolling with the questions yeah. here. All right. This is Joe's show. I know. This yeah. is the Joe show right now. So you're, you're talking about operators a lot. Is there anything you miss about being an operator? <laughs> that's an that's an evil laugh if I've ever heard know, one. You just need a, to be like petting a cat and turning your chair around. Slowly. Honestly, like, I like love a hairless operators. cat, like Doctor yeah. Evil. No, yeah. I, my passion is operate operators, and I love operators because that's been most of my career. Um, what I do, I want to ever. I mean, do is I, there like one piece that you miss? You know, I I'd have to say the some of the Boma, yeah, uh, uh, Toby Award so events. So you miss the fun. Well, I like you I miss, miss like the glamour. I miss the property like, manager, that property manager yeah. that's running around at the end of the night, who's probably had too many drinks. Going, <laughs> where's Conway's card? Oh, I need another I, drink. I remember that. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need another drink. <laughs> of course. Here. Of yeah. course. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't, yeah. I'm, not everybody was like that, but you do remember that. I do. Yeah. Yeah. We know who that I, was. I, yeah. I, I, there's a lot of that I miss about the operator world, but specifically, I remember when I came over to OV, when I was talking to Joe about coming over to OVG. I was like, man, I just, please, I don't ever want to go into self-operating. Like, I don't want to go back into operations. And then I literally was in a lot last week for a few days taking payments with a handheld. And I really enjoyed it <laughs> because I, I miss the, the customer, like the face-to-face -face interaction of like being able to explain to somebody why we are doing what we're doing because I feel... Like I, I relate to them really well, right? Where I, I would say there is one thing that I do miss and I still have it, but it's in a different manner. So I miss, I miss the kill. Yeah. Like so winning the deal. What I mean yeah. by the oh, kill, winning. <laughs> what I mean by the kill is watching that sign every day going, that's going to be my sign. Oh yeah. And then closing that deal. And then the day I would always be the guy that was out there with the sign company and watching the sign go up. Like it was so fun for but me. I thought you got, keep I the thought drill you got away tired of you. winning. Keep the drill keep away the, from me. Yeah. But like the overhead logo signs and all that, yeah. like it was such a, it was such a rush. It's a good moment. Yeah. Right. It's a good it's moment. It's such a rush to have your logo go up knowing yeah. your but competitor just took theirs didn't down. Didn't you just say that you got tired of winning? We did get tired of winning because we had we to back it up yeah. right now. That's a part yeah. of winning. We had to back it up with like people to do the job. Yeah. That, See, we struggled. That, that's the part I miss the most. I, is, I hate is that. The people and. Yeah. See, that's like the in, difference between. I think Joe's more of a hybrid than I was. He's a better operator than I was like from a, from an operation standpoint. I can, I can operate, but I want to sell. Fuck it. I'm, I'm going to sell. Well, it gets, gets back to the heist team. Yeah. The Ocean's Eleven. Oh, yep. well, Joe, now you got to, people who are listening might not know your theory about the heist team. I think I vaguely talked about it, but I didn't really mention well, the heist team. we talked about it on one we show. We did, but yeah. we did, but we didn't mention the full heist team. So I want Joe to kind of yeah. go through his heist sure. team theory. Sure. So I think traditionally when people hire people, they try to find something that's similar to them. If I've had been successful and I'm this way, then I should find somebody that, that can emulate what I did and they'll also be successful. And I think it takes a while for you to figure out that if you have a whole bunch of the same people, it doesn't necessarily work well. So you think of a, a heist team, right? If you have eight safe crackers, are mm -hmm. you going to pull off a successful heist? Nope. Definitely nope. not. You need a driver. You need a guy on the computer saying, I'm in. You need the muscle. You need the planner. You need all of those components in order to have the the heist be successful. And so, you know, I am I try to be very self-aware of what I'm good at or not good at and, and my gaps and, and skill set and hire people that are good at those things, right? And, and that enjoy doing those things instead of trying to make everybody like me, like, I want you to be like you. You're great at this. Let's lean into that. You're going to be happier. I'm going to be happier. And then we have a, a more well-rounded team than if it was just all safe crackers. I am totally. So who who had that mentality, believe it or not, that we both share? Well, somebody. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'll yeah. mention him because I love the guy and I have yeah. a lot of respect for him. But Chris Connolly had that. Yeah. So, but, but for the right reasons, right, 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 for very altruistic, 
you know, I want to help you develop reasons. Um, but I, but I think even now he would say, John's a salesperson, right? Like John shouldn't be writing contracts and doing process. Right. <laughs> so right. like, when we all That's know that sure. now, but I, I yeah. think it, it takes that realization to say like some, it's okay for someone to not to be overall well-rounded if they can play their part on the team. And, you know, you could use sports analogies, you could use whatever, but no, your, your, your catcher is not shagging fly balls in center field. Yeah. Right. There's, right? Some, and, there's some activities that yeah. I just, well, you know, at brand X we had, Concur. Brand X. I don't, you know, you try no, not like to that. mention no. names. No, I like that. Brand well, you X. Know, we're getting a lot of followers. So I have to be X, very careful. Operator about, X. We have so many followers. I can't even believe we it. We have to be all the X's. With you. So I have to be very careful about who we're mentioning, whatever. Right. So, yeah. well, we all should. But anyway, I have a respect for all everybody. But, but yeah. I mean, so we had, we had a concur. Concur. Like the expense report system. Oh, it was God. brutal. It was brutal. Remember that, Joe? I, I, so I, I do paid, remember. So this is me. I, I complied, but I paid somebody to do my, because you could, you could in concur, you, you could Did you hire it. your own heist team to make I, you yeah, look good? Yeah. I did somebody that was really good at concur, and I would just give her my envelope. I would give her my envelope your of receipts. envelope of cash? Of receipts. Receipts. Oh. And she would do my <laughs> expense report like that, and boom. And I yeah. gave her money every month, and I didn't have to deal with Concur. concur. For those of you listening, and there's a lot of them, you know what concur is. Yeah. I, I'm so oh, everyone sorry. Everyone knows what concur is. Go ahead and hire somebody. <laughs> I did it. 20 <laughs> bucks or an expense report. That's what I paid at the time. It's probably a little higher now, but probably. That's what we need. Probably. Yeah, we for 20 so, bucks. Yeah, to, so I want to do our Somebody's trying reports. to bring us to concur, and I'm fighting, screaming, and kicking. <laughs> who's, so. who's bringing you to do your... To move your own company to concur. Who do you think? My boss. Getting back to knowing our strengths yeah. and weaknesses. I mean, I was going to be the CEO of this company. and So I was all slated to be you that. You know your strengths and you know your weaknesses. Yep. And hey. in, in Budapest, I stood up and said, that's not me, man. Yeah. I'm not that guy. I'm a sales guy. Not a process. And our company had a lot of process that needed to be, we had to build a lot of process. So proud of everything that's gone on, not to, because I don't want to sit here, it isn't an infomercial, but no, it's just, I'm just commenting on what but Joe said. I wasn't, I'm not that guy. You have an incredible team. Yeah, I no love way. working with your team. Yeah. I no. do love with, working with your team and, you know, not to like toot our own horn over here, but. Joe has hired also an incredible heist team. So I'm just, just going to put that out there. Yeah. He had that. We need a few more members of our heist team, but working on that. Oh, we're working on that. He had that mentality. He did. You know, Joe worked for me for a while and I learned a lot from Joe. We all all learn a lot from Joe. Joe (laughs) was a better manager than I was for sure. But not a Joe's not a manager. Joe's a leader. Yeah, but you were, you're, you're a good hybrid for sure. Joe can sell and manage. That's, That's pretty so dangerous. Think about, think about the two major influences I had, you and Chris, oh right? So is there any, but is there any wonder I'm a hybrid, yeah. right? Because I picked up things from both of you and ended up in the middle somewhere. I was going to so. say, Joe is his own heist team. Joe, Joe can play many, many and all parts. Multiple personalities, maybe? Like, yeah, Joe I, can do sure. it all. Yeah, so I remember we're, we're Joe just, 
motivated a lot of people. People love working for Joe. I do remember that. I'm raising my hand over here. Well, I'm easily excitable. And yeah. apparently that it gets up. And you're still to, passionate to about what you're yeah. doing. So that's important. Uh, embarrassingly so sometimes. Like the things I get excited about and parking is sometimes embarrassing. And I, you know, I've used the phrase, I'm sorry, I'm going to parking nerd out for a second, but, and then I <laughs> share something super parking nerdy out and, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a fun ride. But I think that that's why people, people love you, right? Like they're everyone I haven't, there are so many people that I've heard say, no one knows more about parking than Joe Lang. Like many people, many respectable people in our industry. That's who, Danny says that all the time, but no one else. No, yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. no. I'm like, don't make me, don't make me get multiple people on the phone right now. But yeah. a well, lot of people. Well, let's talk about the industry that. and like the mark hey, Danny, we have. Just so before we go on to Joe's next question, gosh, you're invited what? to the NPA and the IPMI 2024 party. Oh, thank you, John, because, okay. you know, I, I don't get those invites. I don't, I never get them from you. So. All right. <laughs> so, so talking about the industry and like that we work in, like, is there a, like a mark that you want or something you want to be remembered for? Like when you're done, you, you hang up your, your uh, three-part tickets and you, your valet vest. Three-part tickets. Wow. Who remembers three-part tickets? Box and I don't even you, know what that is. You hang it all up. Is there something that you got? Like, I hope the industry remembers me because of blank. I think that for me, it is really creating a very safe space for women in parking. Yeah. So how can... How can we help with that? How can the industry help with that? Or like by hiring more women, women yeah. leadership, right? Like we've, um, so what are you going to do? We've talked about, we've how talked about you, this on. So how are you going to step up and help that? By hiring more women. <laughs> yeah. And what and, else? And speaking out about it. Should you maybe use this podcast as uh, an opportunity to do that? I think that, that I that? have. Okay. I have. You know, and like, I think that it, it was so either our first, second, or third. Because I've told many people that I think our show is committed to women in parking. Absolutely. For sure. So we should commit to several episodes a year of highlighting successful women. And that's I a, absolutely agree. So well, I think I you think talked it, about it with Kendra when she was on. We you did. You know, I mean, and you look at the industry and you've got the... Nicole Hankins and Laura Longsworth and Angela know, these, Clark. Yeah. And, and these like amazing absolutely. women. And you know, there's, there's, we need, we need more. We do. We need, we, do. we need more. And so that's, so. that's, you know, what I want to be remembered for is really, um, lifting women up so, in this industry, which is. So I think, uh, Angela Clark is definitely going to be a, yes. a, a guest, uh, probably in season two. I've already talked to her about it. Great story. Um, Angela Angela's, Clark of Nationwide Parking. Yeah, Nationwide Parking. She's a minority-owned uh, company and goes way back through her father. Yeah. But it's a she's an she amazing the, story. It's, like, it's the only women-owned, uh, it was minority women-owned uh, parking company in Colorado. Yeah, so she, she actually um, didn't found the company. Her father her, did, yep. who was an amazing man in himself. Dr. Uh, Clark. Dr. Clark. Dr. Clark. Oral surgeon. I mean, he's got, he won. Most people don't know this. He was a, he was an incredible dog trainer. 
Really? Yeah. And uh, one actually, uh, yeah. the bulldog, he was a bulldog trainer in one Westminster Abbey. Wow. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. And so a lot of people would know Westminster that. Abbey is a show, isn't it? It is. And his dog won. Oh. The Westminster Dog Show. Yeah. The oh, West, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're right. Westminster Abbey is like a church. That's a TV show. It? I think that's a TV show. No, it's Downtown Abbey. Downtown Abbey. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm talking I was like, about. I think the Westminster about, yeah. Dog yeah. Show. Got yeah. it, got it, got it. That's, anyway. Yeah. That's, oh, so what? what is your... So, you What know, do you want to be remembered for, John? This episode of the All Things Parking Podcast with Danny and John is brought to you by The Parking Whisperer. The Parking Whisperer is a group of friends we have known for quite some time. The Parking Whisperer was what today we would call a side hustle, but has expanded to a full-time, standalone, operational consulting company since 2017. The Parking Whisperer is a unique operational consultant, meaning they find ways to improve things in existing or planned operations. They happily work without operators or with operators and all kinds of technology specializing in improving net revenue and customer service scores. Their average net improvement to your bottom line is 21%. Their consulting fee, ROI, return on investment typically is recovered in about 90 days. Yes, that's right, 90 days. Their CEO, John Oglesby, leads every project, large or small. The first hour is always complimentary. If you want to see a 21% boost to your bottom line, or just need help with your technology or other parking operational needs, look no further at our friends, The Parking Whisperer, at parkingwhisperer.com. I mean, I think everyone's going to have a hard time forgetting you, but yeah. what, what is it that you want to be remembered for? <laughs> <laughs> Aside from NASCAR. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know, helping the industry along the way here and there subtly. Yeah. How do you want to do that? How do you want to help the industry? I, I'm, I think I kind of have, um, in some ways, um, I don't know. I would like to think that maybe uh, my contribution to the industry still hasn't been yet exposed. And hopefully I make some impression, you know, before I call it quits. I agree. So yeah. I, is, it, is it bad to say I just heard John's going to expose himself to the industry? <laughs> or is that, that's not good? <laughs> no. It sounds like a presentation that's I did. Yeah, Phoenix. yeah. <laughs> I, um, have you ever but, heard that story, Danny? Oh, please, no, I have not, and I don't know if I want to yeah, hear it's, it. It's a good one. So, Brandon, I'll Wait, just I'll do it. Twenty thousand. You exposing yourself? Well, no, I'll do it. I'll oh, do it. I'll do it very like, quickly. Well, I don't know if I want to hear that. I'll do it very quickly. It was when Brand X, we were rolling out all this uh, stuff. Okay. Uh, you know, cameras and things in parking garages and things. And so I was in this presentation and I said, oh, we're going to touch people in places they've oh never God. been touched before in the parking garages. <laughs> of course, 
Chris Connolly has never let me live that of down. Course. So of course I not. Yeah. wouldn't either. Um, but it was funny. The property managers were all looking at each other going, <laughs> did he just say that? people in places they've never been touched before? He wants to lure them into dark corners <laughs> Literally, of the, the whole garages. room started laughing. Right. And then <laughs> what, did, what did you do? And what did yeah. you do? I just kept talking. You repeated it. I did. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah, sure. You're yeah. like, I will never. Because maybe they didn't hear me the first time. Well, he was like, I don't I mean, want people to forget what I just right. said. Yeah. But what like, I this meant is what was, I really when you're want. on level three, you can actually talk to somebody where you might not have been able to talk to a, a parking attendant before. I'm sure you, you had know? really great intentions, John. I did. They just weren't well I received. I always have great intentions. Um, <laughs> But Joe, I think that this is an important question for you, too, because I think that you are, uh, you're a leader in the industry that everybody loves to follow. So what is it that you want people to remember about you? Like what legacy are you? I think for me, it's just like the day-to-day interactions, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, whatever level person that I, you know, I, I treated them as a person and that they had value and that, you know, they had have, have ideas that, you know, I, I asked for their ideas and I helped get people, you know, um, so a good promoted. I helped, you know, develop right. them. You want to be remembered helped. for being a good leader. Yeah. That's what yeah, you just I, I want to be, I want to be remembered for, for helping people. But I really think he wants to be remembered for though. Danny is Joe. So what do you think? Episode Joe? 10, episode uh, 10. Okay. Right. So you guys are 10 episodes in. What's something you learned about each other that you didn't know before doing 10 episodes of a podcast together? I didn't know Conway was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Ah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. You know, I didn't know that um, that Danny struggled with kind of the woman uh, thing in, in parking. That was when I, I had to listen to that episode two or three times. And, um, yeah. And so I, I'd like to make that a, like I just said, that should be a mission for, for everybody in this industry is to bring that forefront when that is not something. And it was pretty eye opening to not just me, but a lot of people. Like, I mean, uh, when I deciphered, when you drill down what you said, and I might have interpreted it wrong, but you were intimidated about asking a question, and that should never be that ever. And I'm not saying that that was real in your mind, but that's how it came across to me. And I think actually that is real. And so that's the perception I have. So yeah. that's going to be a passion for me in season two is to change and stamp that shit so, out. So Danny, with that comment that he didn't realize you were going through that, it's do you think it's safe to say that most, if not all, women have gone through that at some point in, in our industry and other industries? But I I think that that's uh, a great that's a great question. I don't want to speak for everybody else except for myself. Of course, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that when you are w- the only woman at like 90% of the time sitting at the table, I think it's something yeah. that most women – struggle with, right? It's, it's, you almost have a, it's not even a fear. It's like an anxiety of speaking up or saying something or because it's, it's a, it's a, it's an industry that is so dominated by, I've been at the table where I've gone to speak up and have been talked over, hushed, 
And right. it's it's something that you learn to overcome. Like, I don't want any woman in this industry to say that they've learned to deal with it. Right. I think it's something that you have to learn to overcome when you are one of the only women at the table. You, you, you know, I, I, I've learned to walk differently into a room. I've learned to speak differently into a room. You know, the, the way that you walk into the, into a room, I think says a lot about you, right. whether you walk in with your head down, with your head up, like people read who you are just by, by your posture. Right. And so there's all these little things that I have, that I have learned to really, um, change the dynamic of, so did of, you learn those things on your own? Yeah. Oh, over time. So, over time. Absolutely. Do you so think that's are, a, that's content that when I mean, you talk about how yeah, you help, absolutely. Right? But you how know, do we get that content? Yeah. Out to, and, but it's not something that, you know, like I do, I do, um, I do a lot I of mean, work on myself. If you were, if you, if you go back to the episode with Kendra, yeah. Kendra said basically the same thing. Yeah. So yeah. the question is, uh, that is not something I would want females in my organization. When you walk into a room and you have something to say, you're saying right. It. But when you and walk into a your room, your opinion matters. Yeah. So when you walk into a room, how you don't do we wanna... get that out of? How do we get that? Out? She's she's creating workarounds. Did you hear what she just said? She's creating workarounds because of an industry that's not quite there. Well. well that's not right. So Be, because I mean, it's 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 an industry that is um and that, good for you by the way. Yeah, I mean it's an industry that's getting you know, we're having to, you know, to mold to different um ideologies, yeah. if you will. It's very you know? clear to me in in the Kendra interview, the Kendra episode, um in talking to other women you know, um, people are walking the walk, but they're not walking the walk, if you know what I mean. There's mm -hmm. still more to walk. Maybe we need to start jogging, right? Or sprinting or whatever you want to call I'm, it. I'm a runner, so I'm, I'm all about should, that. We should be doing, we should be sprinting at this point because we're so far behind. <laughs> we need to catch up. <laughs> we that's need my, so that's yeah. my opinion. Yeah. That's what I've learned from Danny from this year. Yeah. One of the things. Well, I appreciate that. That was a and that she's never going to a NASCAR race again. I've learned <laughs> that. So no, I, I think I'm good on. I think I'm good on the NASCAR race. Okay, but I appreciate that that answer. And yeah, mine wasn't as serious as yours, but I I've learned to laugh with you, which is great. Like I, that, that's that's I think something You'll that catch up on the beer drinking, maybe. <laughs> I don't. I'm not. I'm not think, a beer Joe? drinker. So you're you're a professional. So <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be a professional beer drinker, Okay, but, um, I'll drink some wine. I'll drink some wine with you, but it has been fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And we got, you know, we have some exciting guests coming up in season two. We do some big ones. And that's, that's a great announcement. That's a great announcement. And two, we're go going to have a season two. Yeah. yeah. We got a lot of new sponsors. We have people knocking down the door. So Again, we're going to fill up for season two. So I think you need to, uh, if you're interested, you know, give us an email to where, Danny? Info at parkingtalk.com. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're yeah. surprised yeah, that yeah. I knew that. <laughs> it's safe to say that to other people guy. should email you about topics that they want covered and Absolutely. other other things exactly. that they're interested in hearing you talk about. We still want to go back to the brand uh, 
I got to get people's opinion on that. Are we really B2B? I think we, need or? A pro- we actually really need a professional, though. We're not professional in the brand loyalty. We're not marketing professionals. So I think that we, please, if you are a marketing professional in the industry, uh, email us. We would love to hear from you. We would love to have you on the show. Um, and please email us your topics, what you're interested in hearing. I know that, you know, John and I ramble on about a lot of, a lot of things and that's fun, but we, um, we, we look forward to season two and bringing you guys some really Joe, insightful stuff. I have stuff. to say, this has been fun. It's been kind a lot of, of surprised. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting some I'm of those I'm not sure questions. how to take that, John. But I know, I know, <laughs> I know you prepared. Right, you probably prepared pretty. A little yeah, bit. That's what I. So, so if, Seth, our producer, was like, "This guy's a good guest. Like, he's a good guest." So, I actually have a new idea. So, oh we God, had a, what's your idea? Well, Danny and I were traveling. I mean, a lot. This we couldn't connect to get these shows going. So, I think we have a new guest host. Uh, if Joe. you think Joe Lang doesn't travel as much as we do, no, I know he does. That's like, but it's like we're all on the dice. Maybe we're all going to wind. You know, I mean, right? we're not always going to be traveling at the same time, right? I think so. Joe's on the road more than we are combined. He so, is for yeah. sure. But there's going to be that one moment that where one, that, Joe, one day, that one day, that one day where he's here and we're not. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, I'm for it. If, okay, he's taking over yeah. your spot. What do you think? <laughs> Actually, he's taking over your spot. Okay. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> How would I take no. over no one's spot? No, and, I'm know. okay with Who that. So, Actually, we're just going to hire a third host. Right. Third host. There you go. Yeah. All right. So last, last question. Oh. If you're in my shoes, what would you have asked yourselves that I didn't ask you? Oh, God. I. Joe, your questions were... Way too good. I I I, I know what I would ask. Okay. God, when are you hanging it up after twenty nine years? Twenty nine years. Twenty seven. Twenty three. In parking? No, I'm. So you're asking. I'm at you. Oh, oh asked I was asking you. you yeah, when are you going to hang it up? Yeah. Yeah. When are you going to yep. retire? <laughs> yeah. When are you going to retire? <laughs> Not anytime soon. That's what I expected. We still got a lot of work to do here. Yeah. So yeah. Um, you're growing I'm something still, great. I'm still as excited as I was uh, when I started. So 29 years ago. I still yeah, and I still have that same passion to grow the business. Is, that's what is, I do. Do you I see that amplified? I mean, you you obviously had this when you worked for various operators that desire to grow and to win business. Do you do you see that amplified now that it's your business? Um, I have the same passion as I do okay. that, uh, yeah. with, with that. I really do. And, uh, it's intense. Yeah. It's even more intense now than it's ever been. Yeah. I, and so I, I understand. You know, Got to so chill out sometimes. My question to you, Joe, <laughs> is that you didn't, if you could rename our show, what would it be? Ooh. Oh yes. Ooh, that's yes. a good one. <laughs> Between the spaces with Danny and John. What do you think, Danny? Mic drop. <laughs> yeah. Between the spaces with Janny and John. Hmm. What do you think, Seth? If we do it, we have to record an episode between two, two parking, parking spaces. spaces. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> that's a great idea. It's the equivalent <laughs> of coffee and cars, the Jerry Seinfeld, or what is it? Coffee with and co- between two ferns. Uh, well, between two ferns, and then Jerry Seinfeld has the. Uh, Copy with comedian Between and cars or something space. like that. Yeah, yeah. So kind of like that. Yeah. 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 On location. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. We, ooh, 
that that could get good. Yeah, we traveled could to be different. Good. We yeah. traveled to oh, that could get good. All right. Well, congratulations to both of you for ten episodes. It's been mm. amazing. It's been educational. Ten. It's been fun, and I think it's what the industry needs. And we are. I'll speak for the industry. Sorry, industry. But we're collectively <laughs> excited for season two and to see what happens then. Thank you very much. Thanks, and Joe. Thank yeah. you, Joe, uh, for coming on. And yeah, we're excited. I We have some serious guests coming on. Yeah, not just parking either. Nope. I'll leave that teaser yep. out there. Well, we appreciate you and we will definitely see you in season two. All right. Thanks for listening to All Things Parking with Danny and John. We are so happy you joined us on the podcast and hope you'll stick around for future episodes. We love the parking industry and more importantly, we love talking about all the crazy stuff happening in the parking and mobility space. We hope you join us on the next episode of All Things Parking with Danny and John. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on YouTube and your favorite podcast app. We will see you next time on All Things Parking with Danny and John. To make sure you don't miss an episode, head to www.parkingtalk.com.